Well, welcome to True Blood in 10. I'm Susan. Kelly. And tonight we are doing our season six review with our with our guests, our returning guest, Danielle from Nattercast. Hello, everyone. And Michaela from the Chatterbox podcast. Welcome. Hello. You can just call us the girls who talk. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> girls with words. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I think next week, the three of us... Um, uh, with the exception of Kelly, we'll be watching Sons of Anarchy. I'm very excited about that and, and excited about listening to uh, Nattercast podcast about Oh, yeah. Very excited. <laughs> and check out our precast that we have out right now, too. We have ca- character analysis cast for the top four characters for Gemma, uh, Clay, Tara, and Jack. And the fourth one is being released today. So. Okay, great. So let's start out with just general impressions of the uh, of season six. Um, Kelly, we'll start with you. Uh, um, I had been looking forward to season six because of the whole Warlow thing and knowing that Rutger Hauer was going to be on, but um, I ended up being disappointed. There were there were parts that were really fun. But overall, um, I'm, I was glad to learn that next season is going to be the last season. Mm-hmm. I think it's time, and, it and I think this season showed it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I kept watching, obviously. <laughs> well, we had to for the podcast. <laughs> Y'all wanted to hear this, so we had to you know, take one for the team, as Pam would say. So... Um, it, it was definitely fun, but um, but I was disappointed. It, it was definitely, I didn't think, as strong as, as some other season. Mm-hmm. Danielle? Uh, I totally agree with everything she said. Um, it just, especially with the bad writing the last couple seasons and the inconsistencies in the storyline and just, you know, just some of that stuff that's just really fallen to the cracks. It's it's time. I'll miss it, but it's time. Um, what I did really enjoy this season was Andy and his baby. Mm, yeah. Um, he, I never really paid much attention to Andy before, but he's got the biggest, sweetest puppy dog eyes. And just every question, I mean, every scene, he had these big, watery puppy dog eyes, and you just fell more and more in love with Andy every every time. So um, that was a treat, and I didn't expect that. Cool. Michaela? Um, I enjoyed the season. Uh, it was better <laughs> than the Marianne season. Oh, yeah. So that, that was a bonus. You know. I find that the show every second season seems to be good. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I'm just gonna hate watching this show at this point. Uh-huh. I'm watching it because I, you know, because I watch it and it's on. No, that's not true. I mean, I love the I love the campy vampire stuff. I'm a vampire fan from the way back in the Buffy days. Um, I wish we'd have seen a little bit more of Rutger Hauer this year. I was excited to see him coming, and then he went so quickly away. Um, yeah, and. Uh, I'm going to be interested to see what they do with next year because mm-hmm. it's going to, you know, how are they going to really wrap it up? It's almost like they, this would have been a good season way to end the season. If they hadn't had brought in, well, I don't want to go right to the very end. Oh, well, you guys already did that. Uh, <laughs> right to the very end of the last episode, right? We're not talking about the last episode. We're talking about the whole season. Um, if they hadn't have brought those vampires in, like the way they closed it out could have, yeah. 
could have been their series finale, really. That would have been nice. Yeah. 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 Hey, come back up for one sec, Danielle, what you were saying about Andy and his puppy dog eyes. We could talk about this more later when when we get to my (laughs) section on Andy, Holly, and Adeline. But Uh um, it it took me a while to warm up to Andy as well. But the the main reason for that is because he was the um, snuff film rapist murderer in the Nicolas Cage movie, Eight Millimeter. Did you know that? Oh, I didn't see that one. I'll see that one. Oh, God. And so I saw him. that would make you a little skeevy. Yeah, (laughs) and I just, like, shuddered, like, for the first three seasons, because he was so rarely in True Blood, you know, compared to everyone else. He just didn't have as big a role. And I kept thinking, okay, good, good, because he's so slimy. (laughs) (laughs) Which totally isn't fair. It's just he was so good as that character in 8mm. Oh, my gosh. But now I love him. He's sweet. (laughs) And he he wasn't the most likable guy in the early early parts of the of the show either yeah you know he yeah. was a true bug addict and he was an incompetent and yeah. you know he's he's gotten better with age yeah, yeah. definitely being a daddy helped him uh and, grow and, up. And, and i don't and and i definitely did not like getting rid of terry oh no. me no me neither that was well, just we are yeah. right now, aren't we that was yeah. some bullshit. I don't like that. <laughs> I wonder what the purpose to the storyline was. Okay, so I read about that. Okay. Because I was curious. I um, I did not like the whole Terry, Ifrit, Patrick storyline in season five. And I hated even more his, um, you know, calling the guy in who did end up killing him this season because he couldn't get over his depression. I understand that. I understand he couldn't get over it. But um, so I was curious, did Todd Lowe, the the actor, want to leave or did they kill off Terry? They killed off Terry. He had no idea that the actor did not want to leave. He got a call in his car from his manager and his agent, put them on speakerphone, and was told, yeah, we just found out what's happening to Terry this season. So, yeah, that's it. Or that he would be killed off. He didn't know how yet. Um, And so then, yeah, why? They said, we want to get back to having fewer storylines like we had in the early seasons. Okay, good. I'm really looking forward to that. Last season and this season, way too many storylines, yeah. I thought. But Terry, I mean, come on. He and Arlene totally deserved to be happy. Right. And I view this as a big fucking writing conceit to kill him off like that. And, you know, and, and to have him go out. All right, the day he died, he was happy. So he had that moment of of ignorant bliss, you know, after he was glamoured. <laughs> yeah. But right. now poor Arlene and just uh I, I'm sick about it. Yeah, and I don't think the you know the the bit at the end where it got to be, you know, called but they got to change the name of the bar and she got to own the bar that that was the big enough payoff for what they did, you know. No, I agree. <laughs> um yeah. I I heard this on other podcasts, too, about her buying the bar and stuff. I think people have forgotten that it was originally owned by the Belfleur family, and it was Belfleur Bar and Grill before it was Merlot's. And so I think it would have really been a good tribute to Terry 
in that sense. Oh, okay. I'm not well, sure that, exactly yeah. who ran it, but it was definitely called Bear Fleur's Bar and Grill. And there was an episode not that far back that somebody even asked, is it still around? Maybe it was Niall, I believe, mm. that asked, does that place still exist? And they're oh, like, oh, yeah. it's something else now. Oh, okay. So it kind of makes sense. But, yeah. you know, are they really going to pay out on an insurance policy that was taken out three, four days before? I know, right? Yeah, they're going to really Nothing strange there. Yeah. <laughs> if they do pay out, it ain't going to be for like 10 years because they're going to find a million ways to screw her before they give her the money, you know? Right. Maybe next season's so. Big Bad's the insurance company. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, uh, another thing about the, the writers wanting fewer storylines, that may be why we didn't see a big storyline for Lafayette this year. Yeah. That was still wrong, though. I mean, he is a favorite character, isn't he? He is. Or is that just my projecting? You no, know, he's my you're, favorite you're right. character, so I assume he's everyone's. Because, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. In, the, in the books, he was killed off after yep. the first book, first book, and he was, you know, we, we all thought he was the, the dead body at the end of, this, end of season one, beginning of season two. Yeah. So. Yeah. I really thought he was going to be doing more of his channeling, and I thought we'd see more of Jesus coming back. Yeah. yeah. I really thought we'd see more of their relationship continuing in the afterlife. Mm-hmm. That would have been nice. I really did. Yeah. Now, I, I do think what little we saw of Lafayette this season, he seemed to be in a good place emotionally, you know? So I thought that was good, and... I mean, if he had an ongoing relationship with Jesus, which I had wanted as well, it's probably not the healthiest thing. (laughs) I mean, if Jesus were like a spirit mentor to him, developing his channeling and mediumistic abilities, that would be cool. But I would hate to see Lafayette like never go for any other romantic relationships because he still has this weird spirit thing with Jesus. Yeah. I don't want to see that either, but they never really showed him really grieve for Jesus either. It's just kind of like it didn't happen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, he grieved like in the immediate right after, but then it was like Lafayette just went back to, you know, cooking and talking smack, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I and I, I really thought that Jesus was going to gonna be like his guide, you know, and he'd come back and he'd help him when when he was having difficult issues with trying to manage his gift. Mm-hmm. Right. That he came awesome. back. He came back once or twice and didn't. Right. Um, but didn't Lafayette have? Yeah. Yes. True. Yeah. This season there was no grieving at all. I guess I felt like what we saw last season was grieving and then he had the storyline where the the brujo whatever it was uncle right. or grandfather like sewed his lips together Did he was sexy was i couldn't help it <laughs> <laughs> but yeah this season lafayette was purely a support character didn't have a, a life yeah. or anything of his own yeah. right. which sucked mm-hmm. yeah so who who else were we like pissed off about how they treated? We've got this nice little theme going Luna? here. Yeah. Luna? Oh my gosh, yeah. Oh true. What, first five minutes gone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Although I did love that silver fox. Oh, that was yes. awesome. The silver fox is like the best nickname. Nicole, <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. But that whole Nicole plotline was awful. Exactly. The yeah. acting was awful because the writing was awful. She's yeah. beautiful, but beyond that, I just don't see the point for her at all. I agree. Yeah, really disrespectful to Luna's memory. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Especially Luna's baby in the other room and he's, you know, bumping uglies with the girl. Yeah. Yep. And when you consider that this entire season, except for the last episode that jumped ahead six months. Okay. So let's leave that out of it. Let's leave the jump ahead out. The whole season lasted two weeks in their time. No more yeah. than two weeks. Because, you know, they kept saying, you know, Adeline, you're not even two weeks old yet. <laughs> yeah. Right. And so Sam and Nicole slept together only like three days after Luna died. Actually, I think it was less. I, think I it was actually less think too. it was like, and like 24, less than, 36 hours later. Exactly. The same with, with her boyfriend. You yes. Know? Yes. Right. <laughs> so I thought that was silly. You know, I, I know that it, it took us, how many episodes were there? 10? You know, yes. so uh, it took a few weeks in our time for them to sleep together. But there, there are some of us who are actually keeping track of True Blood time. <laughs> and that bothered uh, me. Uh. <laughs> yeah, that really bothered me, too. I was, uh, yeah, I was just like, what? You know, how, didn't his girlfriend, like, just die? Like, mere... I don't know. They just checked into the hotel, so yeah. can't have been that long ago. Right. Well, you know? <laughs> About a half hour ago, yes. your old lady snuffed it. <laughs> oh, yeah. gotta get me gotta get me some of that grief sex. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know? With no condom, around. obviously. <sighs> oh, nobody does condoms on that show. Of course <laughs> not. It's it's actually amazing that more of them haven't randomly gotten pregnant. I mean, I guess this is quite a few. Arlene, Andy's Faye, One Night Stand, yeah. I forget her name. Um, the other thing is, Cole. Mm-hmm. why didn't Jason get half of those hot shots? Oh my gosh. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I get that the Panther thing wasn't going to work out. Thank he God he did A didn't. lot of them. I thought some babies were going to start showing up with yeah. women with no teeth and, you know, whatever. <laughs> well, maybe we'll find yeah. out uh, <laughs> next year. Oh, next season. Next season, Yeah. <laughs> And my dad, he has 12 Jason's babies. Yes. They're all around him. (laughs) And I think Sarah's pregnant. Yeah, I think so too, with Jason's baby. Yep. Oh, God, no. Yeah. I think so. Jesus wants me to have your baby. Exactly. She is a whore for Christ. Oh, okay. So I, I watched Pitch Perfect last night, and she's in it, and it was so hard to separate. Because first of all, she's supposed to be a college student, which is hard to believe. Um, to separate her from the Sarah Newland character was very weird. Mm-hmm. And also, I think she's on uh, the Mindy Project. She's like one of Mindy's friends. And, and oh, is she? Yeah. And that was weird seeing her, too, being so nice and <laughs> everything. Well, she didn't play a nice character particularly in Pitch Perfect. She played that same snotty kind of... Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, in Mindy Project, then she's... A totally different character. <laughs> yeah, and that, that reminds me, going back to Lafayette for a minute, sorry, it's like the second time I said, let's back up, go back to something. Mm-hmm. My brain is working slowly. Um, with Lafayette, he played Martin Luther King Jr. in The Butler, the, the film that's uh-huh. out right now. So when I read that, that he was in it, I was thinking, okay, so that's why Lafayette had so little to do that season, because he couldn't be there. He was actually off filming being MLK. No. His part, did y'all see it, the butler? No. No. 
Okay. Well, so his part in it was so minimal. He was in it very, very briefly. That definitely was not it. And obviously he, he was nothing like Lafayette. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, yeah. he actually was believable as, um, as Martin Luther King Jr. I, I think it was just the stupidity of the writers that have no idea what we want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're not listening. They should know if they're listening, yeah. but they're not listening. Yeah. Let's send them the podcast. There you go. <laughs> this is what we want, damn it. Yeah. So so who had good storylines, if any? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I love um, Steve Newland. I think Steve Newland's yeah. the cutest thing ever. Yeah. He's so horrible and slimy and yeah. <laughs> squeaky. Yeah. I love him. <laughs> yeah, and I now I understand <laughs> why he got killed off, but yeah, I hated to see him go. And we never found out who his maker was. Or oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. So yeah, I did. I I found the whole um, research facility vampire concentration camp idea interesting. I the thing that I have really liked about the show the whole time, you know, every season is they're using vampires as surrogates for whatever group of people in the real world is being, or has been, or is being persecuted. You know, you find all of these parallels and I love that. Mm -hmm. I don't know that the execution was perfect on this, but it was interesting. (laughs) Well, it was interesting, too, in the fact that she, Sarah Newland, towards the end, was so uh, secure in her power that she killed a government employee with her high heel. Yeah. Oh, God. That was yucky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gross. Yeah. That Another was reason not to wear heels, girls. They're bad for your back. Uh, <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and your skull. Nice sometimes. <laughs> but that she was so secure in the fact that, you know, of her power that she would feel like I kept thinking when that was happening, I was like, okay, well, this is going to be the end. She's going to be busted. You can't just murder another human and get away with it. Mm-hmm. All right. But yeah. do you think we'll see her again? Uh, yes. She's going to yeah. come back, right? Sarah yeah. will be back. Yeah. yeah. They, they have to have closure yeah. on her. You know, and if she's pregnant, we, it's, not, it's not t- safe to murder her if she's pregnant because that's just bad form. Yeah. Unless but, you're on Game of Thrones. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> she, third game. she did have a great line when she killed the the Japanese woman with her shoe. And, you know, she has that moment afterwards and you're wondering, oh gosh, what is she thinking? What is she feeling? And then she says, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. That was incredible right. and hilarious. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> what was that? She said, I feel that God wants me to fuck you or something. Right. right. To, uh-huh. to Jason. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, <laughs> and poor sweet Jason letting her go like that at the end. I mean, I agree. And I, you know, I felt like I knew that was what was going to happen because they kept cutting to the scene with him and Sarah away from Terry's um, funeral where big John was singing and I forget the name of the song, but, you know, it was all about life and living. And you just figured Jason was not going to kill her during that. And sure enough, but, you know, was that the smartest thing to do? No. But um, I, I love how sweet Jason still is, you know? Yeah. yeah. Right. 
last season, well, season five, it, you know, it ended with, um, with Bill and the, uh, take, drinking the Lilith blood and then he has, he had new abilities and everything in season six for a little while. Mm. So, you know, we saw a little bit of those in every, in every episode. And then finally, I guess it turned out to be him drinking the, um, the fairy blood that gave him the superpowers, basically. He was, you know, able yeah, to, to walk in the sun. Walk in, yeah, to walk in the sun and, um, and then use that to save the other vampires. And, I, you know, I thought that was interesting. Mm-hmm. That scene of them feeding on him was horrible to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With all of them on it, like, oh, it was just, like he was just a big piece of meat. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So that, that was something else. I hate to just be ragging on stuff that I didn't like this season, but <laughs> um, at the end of last, I, I did really like a lot of last season. I loved the authority story. Mm-hmm. I loved Christopher Maloney and right. that character. I loved Another underutilized person. Oh, actor. yeah. And they got rid yeah. of him way too fast. Yeah. Way, way too fast. Um, so going into this season, I was expecting Bill to be really menacing and scary. We had no idea what he was going to be like. You know, to have last season five end with him being this bloody thing like Lilith and like that scream thing, kind of like from John Carpenter's The Thing, um, that, that really made an impression on me. And... I was expecting Warlow to be really scary and menacing. Yes. <laughs> Neither one of them was. And I thought that, I mean, that was disappointing. And especially since I ended up watching all of Breaking Bad a year ago and really got into that. And as menacing as Walt, or Heisenberg, I should say, can be. You know, to have that stark comparison or contrast, rather, um, it, it just, like, I kept, I don't know, Susan, it was like halfway through this season. Mm-hmm. Didn't we comment in, in a podcast, like, wait a minute, both of these guys were supposed to be really scary. What happened? Yeah. It's did. like mm-hmm. Suki totally forgot that Warlow was supposed to be scary. Right. And she decided, yeah, I might as well uh, have some fun. I don't know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he's kind of he's cute, you know, a little scary, kind of cute. But then yeah. the, the situation to... to have them turn it on their its ear for us to think that he's this big bad that's coming in and then to to have him in essence save well he saved Suki from her dad who turns out to be this crazy hillbilly fairy daughter killing yeah. you know yeah. and right. so he saved he saves her from that situation and now he's the hero yeah mm-hmm. and and then he kiss or he uh saves Jason Again, yeah. the hero. So yeah. they build him up and build him up and build him up. We think that he's maybe not such a bad guy and he was yeah. misunderstood and the family passed the story down and the story was wrong, you know. Yeah. And then for at the end where Sookie's like, hey, how about we just date? And then he like wallops her one across the face. Yeah. You're like, oh, shit. Okay, big bad again. Sorry, mm-hmm. didn't see that coming. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the way he was speaking to her. And about how he was just going to w- use her and all this, uh, you know, like yeah. she said, you're a monster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, when we, when we saw him last season or 
Uh, it, he was, you know, this big, scary pirate-looking guy or whatever. Yeah. And then, a monstrosity. Yeah, what happened yeah. with that? Yeah. And then he's this, you know, cute guy laying on the grass in the side of the road, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and doesn't Sookie say something about walking with handsome strangers never ends well for her? And she was right. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And, and then, okay, I have a, a kind of an unanswered question, I guess, about Jason, too. Because in towards the beginning of the, the season, uh, he was having these headaches and things. And so I was thinking maybe he would get some some kind of fairy power or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they so, never went back to that. Yeah, he was really sick that such that Warlow had to help, you know, save him. And we never found out what that was about. Okay, so yeah, maybe, I, okay, maybe Warlow's blood then cleared up whatever it was. Yeah, but what the hell was it? We never hear about it again. I mean, he had just been in the fight at the Authority the night before. Yeah. So it was only like 24 hours that went by. But <laughs> what I a couple don't of two weeks. Walking... Wait, what? <laughs> what a couple of weeks they had. Right, right. I know, my gosh. No <laughs> wonder they drink vampire blood. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and whiskey. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, so then, um, how about Pam and Tara? You know, season five, um, they get rescued from the uh, authority prison, and they kiss. Mm -hmm. No, they didn't. Tara rescued Pam, right? Yeah. Um, And they kiss, and Jessica's like, I knew it. Man, (laughs) season five has stuck with me more than season six That's that's a bad sign, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is. So it was at the first or second episode this season that, uh, you know, Tara was um, acting lovey-dovey with Pam and, and Pam had her usual sarcastic lines about whatever and, you know, blew her off. And then we never went there again. Yeah. Right. That's true. Hmm. Yeah, they dropped a lot of balls, didn't they? Yeah. They did. Yeah. Like, changed... Okay, I was about to say changed expectations. Again, that's fine. You know, when we compare to other shows that do that really well, like with whatever you're expecting to happen, the exact reverse opposite. (laughs) (laughs) You all know what we're talking about here. Just get in the van, just just get in the van. (laughs) (laughs) But this wasn't that. This is totally, like you just said, dropping the ball. Oh, and, and okay, to go completely off subject here. Okay, did you guys see the, the latest Geek Girl Soup Instagram photo? And you'll see why talking about Breaking Bad tonight is, um, it's appropriate. Oh, I have, <laughs> I have a um, uh, Heisenberg action figure right next to the microphone tonight. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> nice. Just watch your back, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> Careful. Say my name. I'll be fine. (laughs) (laughs) Just don't answer the door when he knocks. (laughs) I told him to stay out of my territory. (laughs) Just come through the back door anyway, and he's armed. (laughs) Damn, the back door's unlocked. Yeah. Why is the back door always unlocked? I know. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so we we sort of talked about, like, everyone except... um, the, the vampires, the main vampires, yeah. Bill, right. Eric. Well, we talked a little bit about Bill, but mm-hmm. um, so what do y'all think about his powers for 
next season. Well, I think he's just a regular, regular vampire. (laughs) Which means Eric's more powerful than him again. Yeah. Except Eric is now burnt to a crisp. Yeah, he's going to take all season next year to heal. He better not take that long. But Bill is now a uh, famous author, a best-selling author. Oh, yeah. that's right. That so that six months is pretty quick to uh, write a book and become a best-selling author. So, hey. <laughs> Maybe you can write as fast as you can screw, like vampires, you know? Yeah. yeah. That's it. That's it. Very true. And then there are all the electronic publishing and all of that. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Self-publishing. If you can write it, you can get it out there in like a month. So. Okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> and since he admitted to, you know, murdering the uh, governor's, oh, the governor. And, yeah, and the governor. That's what made it a bestseller, of course. So mm-hmm. that part actually is pro- probably likely. But yeah. so this, nobody uh, does anything to him. Right. No. There is no repercussion whatsoever. No. Well, like he that's said, can you blame him? Who, who's going to want to do anything against him? The yeah. guy, I was just about called him Russell Edgington. I miss you, Russell. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, similar in a way. <laughs> that, he, that he, you know, had deserved it because of what he'd done to the vampire population by invent, even being able to come up with the idea of V, of the, okay. you know, hep v. that was his hep, the hep V. Hep that was his justification. So he was like uh, killing a war criminal. Yes. Mm. So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, he just, he pulled a Dexter, didn't he? <laughs> he did. In plain yeah. sight. Yeah. 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 But admitted it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not really happy about this Jason-Violet relationship no, thing. No, I hate her. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it's the actress or if it's just, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't, I don't like anything at all about that character. I think for, for me, it, it's that she's... She's an outsider. You know, she just walked in and claimed our Jason, you know? Like, no, she, he, Jason's with Jessica. Yeah. And she's we getting all know. up in Sookie's grill and she, like, yeah. she doesn't know who any of these people are. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, well, I'm mixed on that one because I wanted Jessica and Jason to be back together, but I like James. I love and James. They, they're cute together. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And James is in a band that's so precious. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. And James lived. I couldn't believe he survived the season. Seriously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I like had money down that he was gonna die. Yes. <laughs> not literally. Well, but. He, he was the red shirt, right? Did he not seem totally like the red shirt? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. yeah, and Violet too. I thought I was hoping she was. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> Violet's gonna be knocking. <laughs> On your door. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, no vampires in, in my house. <laughs> yeah, I guess for me, the Violet Jason thing, um, I wonder to what degree Jason really is, has fully consented and to what degree it's she just has this power over him. Right. Yeah. right. And some of it is just by virtue of drinking her blood. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because he was he was sexually attracted to um, Warlow when he drank his blood. That's how we were yeah. like all of a sudden at first. What the hell? Because he's having the yeah. sex <laughs> right. Okay, that hot, was great. It, it was. It was. It was that a great music. dream. Yeah. <laughs> that one and Eric in the snow. There's my two favorite scenes right there. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, so where is Eric now? Because oh, we know he can't snow. be dead because they would not have let him go out like that. No. no. He's hopefully with Pam under the snow, but she would be scorched too. I don't know. Yeah, I I, I think I that's know. how they that's how they escape the sunlight. Yeah. Burrow, and he burrow. Can yeah. Yeah, but if he's that burnt up. Yeah, but but why didn't he just like react immediately? And as soon as he felt the sun, poosh, just fly away. And you know what? He may have. They may have just shown us that many flames there to have a freaking cliffhanger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So what about this new symbiotic relationship between humans and vampires? Tara is a goner. I totally agree. <laughs> or, yeah. <laughs> Poor Mama's Tara. sick. Yes, she yeah. is. Yeah. 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 I just, I, I don't like her mother. I don't trust yeah. her mother. No. You know, Tara becoming a vampire totally redeemed her for me. Because when she got shot in the head, I was so ready to be done with her. Because she was always such an angry bee. You know? And and just, ugh, buzzkill. And um, I was just so ready for her to be done. But ever since she's been a vampire and been with Pam and they could be snarky together, it's been cute. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I've liked, it. I've liked her as a vampire, too. Mm-hmm. And And... When she was a baby vampire and pissed off, trying to kill herself, and then right. get used to things, I really I liked that. I liked watching her go through that transition. Um, you know, we saw it uh, to some degree with Jessica, um, and so this was interesting. You're right; it for for me too. It totally redeemed her as a character. Her and Pam at Fantasia was fun. Yeah, oh, yeah. together. Yeah, vampire Barbie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. I don't blame right. Andy one little bit for not wanting um Jessica anywhere near his daughter. Right. She didn't yeah. have she didn't have cruel intentions towards his other three daughters, but that didn't stop her from eating them. No. Yeah. I mean she she lost control. I mean Yeah. She's But so I like why- that she has essentially pledged herself to protecting them whether they accept yes. it or not. Right. Yes. So, yeah, that'll be a, a good way to start mending those fences. But I don't yeah. know that it ever could be. So Yeah. I, Unless I, she loses control again. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how she stopped that. Yeah. Mm, I thought that that whole idea of that, like you said, symbiotic relationship, um, the way it was presented, it definitely felt creepy. But... I thought it was also an interesting, cool idea. Mm-hmm. It, it certainly makes sense, especially once we saw that band of marauding zombie vampires <laughs> at the very end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are pretty scary. The Walking Dead vampires. The Walking what? Dead vampires. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. just and redundant, then... but not so soulless vampires. I guess I don't know. Hmm. Uh, and then you know, time. Bill has offered his services to uh to Suki. Yeah. So <laughs> she does not want his services anymore. <laughs> oh, so um you know he he well his protection he services not those services. Not want his services except anymore. you know off camera. Um <laughs> so, yeah, really. <laughs> but uh, yeah maybe he'll have to do what, what Jessica's doing and just you know 
wander the grounds and protect Suki yeah. without asking for anything in return. Be so her vampire. It's like, it's like the werewolf pack in, uh, in um, oh God, why can't I remember the name of that those horrible movies? Twilight. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen those. They're just so. doing circles. I haven't either. The wolves are just doing circles around the outside of the building. Oh, <laughs> it's gonna be I different. couldn't do the Starbucks barista looking where uh, you know, vampires. <laughs> it just didn't work for me. Yeah. Yeah. So um Oh, gosh, totally uh, blanked on what I was about to say, because I had two different things, and I've forgotten both of them. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, oh, okay, yeah. One of them, um, when Alcide not left that, I guess he did leave the pack. How did the yeah. pack let him go? Nobody is coming after him. It's been six months, and he is happily living <laughs> with Suki. And I'm, I'm, I'm happy about that, but nobody in the pack came after him. I mean, they just let him go. Maybe we'll see that next year. Maybe, or maybe we're done with the pack and now we just get all seed. Yeah. I'd like to yeah. be done with the pack. Yeah. That I mean, would be nice. Yeah. Cause they were, they were mad that he didn't kill Sam and Nicole. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. they, they do have a right to come after him for that. Yeah. But after six months, you'd think they, they would have already come, you know, within a couple of days. That was the other thing. Okay, mm-hmm. different vampires. Sorry. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> the zombie vampires. Do you think they're going to have any different powers, such as um, being able to come into people's homes without being invited? No. That would be scary. Well, because if they are, you know, they're only out at night, people could have a curfew until all the zombie vampires have just died off from Hep V. I mean, they're going to die eventually. Well, they also said, though, that the virus is mutating. Uh, And I think they said that one-eighth of the world's population of vampires was infected. Gosh. So, I don't know. I'm I'm wondering if they're going to be able to come into homes without being invited. That that would be... To me, I think, yeah, the real threat. You know, if you're not safe in your own home. Right. And then clearly, yeah, they don't, they, meaning true blood people, world, whatever, doesn't <laughs> care about murder. Um, because, like, going around and just killing all the hep V positive vampires is, is one option. But, you know, that, that's not allowed with people in the real world. You know, we can't go around killing people who have a contagious... Um, disease. No. Well, they're so, all gonna. They're all basically everybody's gonna either get it at some point and die from it, or, you know, it is fatal. Uh huh. Or develop immunity. Will. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe it might mutate. Mm-hmm. Well, they already said that it is mutating in the news mm-hmm. uh, clip at the very end when Alcide and Sookie were at home and they were watching the news. That's yeah. true. They were talking about how it ha- it was already mute. The virus had already mutated, so who knows? And I would like to know how humans can be carriers of Hep V. Like, how did they get it? Right. Well, if if they drink from an infected vampire or get bitten by one, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. there there is an exchange of fluids being yeah. bitten, also. Yeah. 
So Satara's mom wanted to deliberately become infected because she's nuts. <laughs> well, what other reason would you do it? Yeah. Um, how would she go about doing that, I wonder? Drinking some true blood, maybe? Drinking true blood would do it, okay. Maybe. But yeah, they maybe. got a lot of the true blood. I thought they got a lot of the true blood out of circulation that was tainted. Yeah. yeah. They did, but that one batch made it to Hawaii or whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that mutated from there. Well, and so maybe finding one of those, one of those infected vampires and mm. getting and you know, some of the vampires and some of the vampires that escaped from the compound could have been infected, but not mm-hmm. symptomatic yet. True. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Do we know where the original Hep V came from? Human or vampire? Mm. Um, I thought it was like lab created or something. Yeah, I thought so too. Okay, so if it's lab created, then I would imagine it would have been created from hepatitis, you know, whatever, from humans, recombined, some stuff added, some stuff taken out. So maybe, or, huh, maybe it's something that some humans already have anyway, and it just hadn't Hmm. been identified at first because it doesn't do anything to us. You know, like there are viruses that monkeys have that do nothing in the monkeys, but then when they get into us, it kills us. Right. Right. And there, there, I think there was in season one or season two, there was some virus Mm-hmm. That um, that vampires could get and was fatal. I thought this was not the first time I had heard of Hep V in this show. Yeah. I, I we could look back and see. You know, yeah, around I, I think this other virus was some was something else. I don't think oh, okay. it was called Hep V. But um, but I'm, I'm pretty sure there was something else. Yeah. So. Hmm. Um, okay, I'm looking at, at at Pat's epic email here. That's <laughs> like four pages long. Um, and one of the things that he says um, is about how humans can protect themselves um, here that kind of fits in here with what we're talking about he says regardless of how i feel about vampires in general thanks to hep v or some less deadly than noragat mutant strain there are packs of feral diseased and hungry vampires the smart reaction of humanity would be to read a copy of i am legend fortify up at night thank you inviolable uh, threshold rules and hunt vampires by day trying to take on vampires at night is incredibly stupid. Yeah. Says uh, he's all for vampires agreeing to protect humanity and to try to form an equitable, equitable, mutually beneficial relationship. That level of trust has to be established or else the healthy vampires really do not need to fake their own deaths. Uh, on, on, Oh, something he's referring to is before that I haven't read here. Um, Sleep a few centuries with uh, complaining bellies while humanity kills off the last of the diseased vampires and comes to believe that vampires are no more and lets down their guard. 
vampires can once again, very quietly and accompanied by loneliness, feed on glamoured prey. Hmm. So I think, yeah, yeah. suggesting that vampires all go nap for a few centuries and the others will just die out. If That is, if humanity yeah. hunts them. Yeah, <laughs> so true. It's true. up to the humans. <laughs> I guess if I were, I think it's a really interesting idea, and yet if I were a healthy vampire, I don't know that I would feel safe anywhere, like going into deep sleep hibernation for a few centuries. I, I guess I would assume that humans would find me, us, you know, whoever is with. Yeah, and there, there would probably have to be, like, some human guards. Like, yeah. you know, the, the, the vampires have day people who help, yeah. uh, help them. Yeah, and if you're talking about centuries, then it would have to be a, something would have to be a front for what it really was. Yes. You know? Mm-hmm. So or it's like a family have... legacy that gets handed down. Right. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. The vampire keepers. Yes. Uh, <laughs> you could It'll be holy... Ginger. It'll be Ginger. <laughs> ginger and her <laughs> yeah, family. Poor ginger. The screamers. Put her in a big mansion, yeah. <laughs> <sighs> And then finally, she'll get to fuck Eric. <laughs> yeah, <really>. Maybe. No, <laughs> Maybe. She just gets to take care of him because he's all burned. Oh, oh yeah, he has to heal first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, yeah, we so, haven't talked that much about uh, Eric and uh, and his adventure. And, yes, really... his ladies. I, I really didn't like Willa at first, and I really didn't want to like her, and I was really pleasantly surprised. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she kind of has really rounded out the group well. Um, I really liked how Jessica and Tara and Willa all became girlfriends. The mm-hmm. baby vamps all hung out together. I thought that was super cute. Mm-hmm. Um, um I kind of like Eric and his women, and I loved that it was the old Eric back, that he had that Viking god wrath to him, <laughs> you know? But at the same time, he was really unpredictable. You didn't know what he was going to do. Um, but, um, and Tara's right. You know, you guys suck his makers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, leave all these baby vamps by themselves on their own with this, um, disease out there and whatever else. So, yeah. anyhow. But it was, it. I did also like seeing Pam leave at the end to, you know, to go in search of Eric, um, even though he had released her, and that was so sad. Wait, that was this yeah. season, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've already forgotten. Um <laughs> God. Well, that was Eric an interesting thread that she made. Pam's great love, you know, even though she's more lesbian, you know, he is her love. He yeah. is the only person that she will ever be fully committed to in any yeah. way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I um, loved seeing that back. Yeah. 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 But it was hard seeing him break her heart, too. Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Poor Pammy. Yeah. Well, that's why I found it interesting that she used that as a threat to towards Tara. You know, yeah, I will she, release you if you, you know. Uh, yeah. Right. Right. 
Like it's well, not, that's like yelling the word divorce every time you have a fight with your husband. It's not a good idea. Or, or telling I, one of your kids, like, I'll disown you if you piss me off. Yeah. Well, I think it's Pam, you know. I've been hurt. Er, I let Eric close. I'm not going to let anybody close again. You know, uh, Eric hurt me. I'm not going to let you close to me and let you hurt me. I'm not going to care about you. It's just she's, you know, got, she's got her walls up. Yeah. But she's always such a softy in the end, and that's what I that's what I love about her. Well, she's a softy the whole time. It, it's the whole, you know, the harder you are on the outside, the more hurt you are on the inside. Mm-hmm. You know, she's yeah. just um, that's Pam. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> With her gooey center. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> that apparently oh. oozes. <laughs> it is very <laughs> productive. Her <laughs> gooey oozing re. <laughs> Doesn't sound quite as attractive anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but I like that we're we're pulling quotes from previous seasons to uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, really. They're they're not all but it, you know, it, at least they were consistent with that. Pam got great lines. Yeah. yeah. The writers were consistent with Pam <laughs> for this <laughs> this season. <laughs> Very true. Yeah. So who else? So have we left anyone out? Hmm. What if we not covered? What about Nora's death? Yeah, that was sad. It was. But it was the best use of the, well, the best edit use of editing the music into, um, into the end credits. <laughs> yeah. That was the, um, in the evening. Mm, yeah. And so while she was dying and disintegrating was that whole spooky beginning of, uh, of in the evening. Yeah, they had a lot of good music this season. Though. Yeah, yeah. Of course, my favorite was "Fuck the Pain Away." Yes, and I I liked "Radioactive," the Imagine Dragons song. But then you know HBO was using it in their commercials before and after True Blood, so that kind of ruined it. Yeah. So now my coworker Charlotte. Who's a trip anyway? She said she couldn't stop laughing during the um, Nora when Nora died. Really? Yeah, and I just kept thinking of um, Talbert. Talbot, yeah, yeah. I kept oh, thinking yeah. of Talbert in the jar full of Talbert. Yeah, and Vicky yeah. putting it down the the garbage Gosh. disposal. Um, yeah. And oh, so goodness. I just kept having flashbacks of that, but I didn't laugh. I felt bad for Eric. Yeah. So I I felt bad for Eric, but I never adored Nora. I mean, I thought she was fine. Yeah, I didn't really feel anything for her either. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So I I felt bad for Eric, less so for her. I um thought I, I didn't like it when she was getting injected, and and he was like growling and wailing in his little cage. I I understand that that showed his humanity. And his emotions for her, but I don't know. I I didn't like that. I would have preferred him to be cool in front of the humans, and then show emotion to her afterwards. Talbot, that made me so sad. Even though Russell was the devil. All right, for those of you who may have not seen, you know, the earlier se- listeners didn't see earlier seasons. We're talking about Russell Edgington and uh, and his lover. Of, of centuries, Talbot. Yeah, I think it was 700 years or something. Yeah, yeah. So even though Russell was the devil, 
I loved their relationship. And when Eric killed Talbot, I was pissed at Eric for doing that. And um, I thought it was pathetic, you know, Russell carrying around the ooze in the jar, but also sweet. And I hated that Sookie did that, put it down the disposal. I hated that. Really? Yeah. It did make me laugh. It made me really angry at her because it was so cruel and unnecessary. Again, I understood why she was doing it, but I just didn't approve at all. So I don't know. I loved those guys. Yeah. (laughs) He was the best. How could you not like Russell? I mean, he was so witty and funny. I mean, again, I know he's really bad guy but mm-hmm. he was just kind of always yeah. above it all you know yeah yeah, yeah. his death yeah. was too anticlimactic it was just lame yeah yeah he deserved better so yeah if he had been one of the good vampires then you know then uh maybe he would still be around you know if he had mm-hmm. if, if bill were more of that personality or something then yeah <laughs> Who knows? How about um, Warlow's death? Which I'll think about that. <laughs> it was nice only because Grandpa helped in it. Yeah. You know, that was cool how Grandpa was in the right place at the right time. Yeah, showed up at the last second. Yeah, Saved in the, the bathroom day. there, right there at the last second. And, of course, that Jason showed up with a stake when he did, because that was yeah. also helpful. And it was uh, yeah. in the two that were mourning their parents that had been killed by him, killed him together. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that he was killed in the place where Sookie first saw him, you know, was that last season or end of season before, the image of him pushing through that portal in the bathroom when he looked, yeah, monstrous and creepy. Um, Aside from all that, I still thought it was a little bit anticlimactic. Yeah. And poor guy gets killed in a bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) And it just it just was too brief of a kill. Yes. Again, it was like Russell, just like, oh, we need to tie this together. Let's just make it happen in a few seconds. Yeah. yeah. No lingering Let's... at all. Yeah. Well, I guess, though, when you dust somebody, there's not really a lot of time for conversation after that happens. <laughs> no, yes. but for us, you know, just. Yeah. Us. Oh, I totally know what you mean. Yeah. We wanted to savor the moment. Yes. He's gone. Not just cut to, I don't remember what, what the very next scene was, but, you know, there's always this cut to the next thing that completely takes you out of that moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah it's, I wonder, I hope we get to see a little bit more of Grandpa Nile. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that would be nice. Mm-hmm. And I'm so mad at Sookie for not even noticing he was missing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Self-absorbed little biatch. Yeah. She didn't notice. You know? Jay- she barely oh noticed Jason was missing. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then only because he didn't come to the funeral. What she did to Sam too. It's like, well, oh, oh. Sam. I always thought we would end up together. Oh, like, really? Because <laughs> you've been really pursuing did. him. You've been yeah. you've been really showing your interest in Sam these years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> she barely shows up for work. Never mind the relationship. Exactly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I found that interesting that um, Arlene would not Arlene, not Arlene. What's her name? Oh my god, I can't Holly. Believe, no, I can't believe I can't believe her name right now. She just lost her husband. 
Arlene. Arlene. Yeah. Arlene. Oh, yeah. God. Oh, my God. It has been a long week. Uh, that <laughs> Arlene would, would have bought uh, the place where she worked every day and moaned, moaned and groaned and bitched about having to be all the time. Yeah. So but she, she likes the, Boston people around, and now she gets to boss people around. That's true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Make all those kids of hers work. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's where she met Terry. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, how much did we see of their baby this year? I've even forgotten his name. Mikey. Mikey. We didn't see him until Terry was dead. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's only two weeks, but <laughs> we didn't see him until Portia had him after the death. Oh, that's right. Yeah. But we didn't see her other kids either. Yeah, mm-hmm. like once uh-huh. after. Yeah, and I, mean, I don't know. I. Uh... And I'm apparently okay. they only paid the boy half as much as the girl because the girl was on screen for a long time and the boy, they just flashed him a couple times. Wow. Huh. The, of her older kids, you know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But the girl is pretty. She's really yeah. maturing and she looks yeah. totally like she could be Arlene's daughter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll see more of them next year since now, you know, she owns the restaurant, so they're going to have to be there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but we don't need to see more of them next year. We need fewer storylines. Yeah. But maybe we'll we'll see them anyway, helping out. All maybe right. like more like background characters. Yeah, that's like fine. They bust yeah. boys and stuff like that. Exactly. Yeah. And is and is uh, Anne Arlene gonna hire her little fairy niece to work? Oh with yeah, the yeah, definitely. She should. Yeah. Gotta have someone sure. in the diner who can read minds. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> it wouldn't be the diner if there weren't. Someone with telepathy there. All I know is they better give Lafayette some kind of juice in his plot next season since it's the last season. And mm-hmm. I want to see his mama at least once. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so any other requests for le- the last season then? More, more, a good storyline for Lafayette. Yeah, good. Seeing his mom. What else do we want? Violet dead. Yeah. <laughs> Writers take note. <laughs> you take all the new hanger honors with her. <laughs> right. Well, you no, got, we can you keep gotta make us, You got to make us love Alcide again. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I because, think so too. You know, we're kind of just, yeah, the whole, the whole season with the wolves was just ridiculous. I hope we um, don't see the wolves next season. But I want to drool over his body. So give us something good so that I can do that. Okay. <laughs> well, he can Dude. be one of like the Scoobies, right? But we don't necessarily have to see the Wolf Pack for that, as long as he's right. dating Sookie. Then, Trick. yeah, he just needs to growl and you know whatever. Hang on, bright eyes, right? <laughs> mow the lawn with no shirt on. Got it. <laughs> All right, so Where's Alfie? He's out and back, you know. <laughs> chopping wood. Oh, there uh, you go. <laughs> so, do y'all want Alfie and Sookie to stay together? I kind of yeah. Feel- better than her. Yeah. He deserves better than her. Is <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. terrible? That's She's used good. up. No. And he doesn't know he deserves better, so he ain't he never really, going to get better. He should be with me, really. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I'd treat him nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Suki's a danger whore. Yeah, don't tell my husband. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Well, it was so, re- so I'll keep in a little dog house in the back. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> Good dog. <laughs> and what do we want for Bill? Bill's been so sad for so long, it seems like. I 
Yeah. Like, I don't even care about Bill. <laughs> yeah, it'd just be kind of nice to see him a little bit happy. If I ever see him happy, you know, is, uh, yeah, when he's talking to Jessica, like, their conversations, yeah. the connection that they have, it seems to be the only true thing he has in his life at all. Yeah. Or should should Bill and Suki get back together? No. No. <laughs> no. Probably not. She tried to stake him. I think that's off oh, the that's table. She did stake him. Yeah. Well, that's true. She did stake it just, him. It just didn't take. It yeah. didn't take. I forgot about that. Okay. <laughs> Hopefully he doesn't have like some little splinter that all of a sudden is going <laughs> to react. Uh, yeah, really. <laughs> oh, um, one, one more thing about this season. Oh, the, the anti-vampire technology. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The silver UV bullets. Oh. And the anti-glamour contact lenses. Yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We didn't well, talk pretty- about um, Dr. Takahashi. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> apparently, I think he wasn't he, he the one who synthesized True Blood in the first place. He, he was the yeah. inventor yeah. of that. And then that's why Bill um, right. kidnapped him for the lab. Um, so... And again, I think it was one of our Facebook people said that we should have um, that Bill should have kidnapped Walter White for that. No kidding. So, so we could see who who's better, Walter White or Doctor Takahashi. (laughs) They could work together to make a super True Blood, right? (laughs) To synthesize the the you know Fey blood. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Another thing I like next season is no crying because the blood tears, they always just put me off. And then they hang on their faces like they don't like yeah. wipe them off. And you're like, oh, gross. There's blood running down your face. Especially <laughs> Jessica. She's always got blood tears. <laughs> she's a very sad vampire. Oh, poor yeah. Jessica. But now she's happy. She has James. Oh, that's true. Yeah, but sad but she... because of what she did to exactly. those girls. Right. Yes. It's more complicated. So. So yeah, I mean, I'll I'll be watching next season. Hopefully, it won't be a hate watch. Oh, I hope it's not. So yeah. It, well, for me, it was not a hate watch this year, but it was more of a. Um, I've been watching this long. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah, keep watching. No, I'll find out what happens. In, in my in my notes for the first episode, I said I might be hate watching this season, and oh. that was on my notes. <laughs> oh gosh. After seeing the first episode last season. <laughs> but then it got better. But yeah. it took a while. And then it had, had its dips and <laughs> peaks okay. and dips. What were some of the Facebook comments, Kelly? Okay. So, Karine wrote, Eric, naked, reading a book in the snow. That's all I can remember. Everything <laughs> else was eclipsed. <laughs> yep. That was great. Angela wrote, I really enjoyed this season much better than last, but I wish there'd been a better ending for Sarah Newland. She deserved to get thrown into that pit when she opened it on the vampires. <laughs> I was expecting she would fall in there or something or get but get pulled down. Mm-hmm. I think that the Heb V storyline will be interesting if they can keep it from running next season. Running, maybe... Ruining or controlling oh. next season? Yeah. Uh, I don't think that they 
Oh, no, I don't like that they killed off Terry. He's such a sweet character. Was a, was such a sweet character. But now that they've jumped forward six months, could make for interesting storyline next season. I'd like to request more Eric naked and <laughs> Alcide, please. Yep. <laughs> Thank you for letting me leave my comments, a fan of the books as well as the series. Thank you. If there's no other reason to watch next season, watch to see if one of those two gets naked. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. That alone is worth it. But watch. And Sam's sexy, too. I mean, he ain't built like them, but Sam's quite sexy, too. I like his yeah. yeah. He, he, yeah, he was going to make it. Bill, I can live with that. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Poor Bill. Well, he's so stoic uh, and stiff in yeah. the wrong places. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, so Damien wrote uh, on the Facebook. You know thing. what I just thought of? He's kind of sound Simon Cowlish without the muscles. He's always got his little V-neck sweaters <laughs> <laughs> and his little haircut, and he's grumpy. And <laughs> anyway, yeah, he is a little grumpy. Um, so Damien asked, is this, is this show worth taking the time to revisit if you bailed on it for being inconsistent long ago? Honest question. Does it improve after season three? No. You ladies want to answer that? Right. <laughs> no, it just kind of no. takes you on a ride. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. I think it's if you something- have enough other things to watch. Which I think you do. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I wouldn't make time for this. If you were already into it, just want to see what happens, then sure. Right. But yeah, I mean, you could you just go read the, the plot summaries on Wikipedia or wherever. And yeah. then, you know, if you really want to watch it, then. Yeah. I generally, when I do that, I generally don't remember by the time I watch the sequences. Yeah. I just oh. get into it. Mm-hmm. So... And the last comment is from Pat, and Susan, you already referred to his email earlier. And uh, this comment, he just wrote, looking forward to hearing the podcast, you all. <laughs> and uh, he was going to pour out some Maryland beer in memory of one particular person that we lost this season. Um, so thank you, Pat. And thank you for your email. And I have um, edited the email here because it's quite long. Um, he said, uh, hey, I wanted to send in some thoughts on the recent season and why it not it might not be that bad in retrospect, if not bad means getting back to the usual True Blood stuff. The season wasn't necessarily great, but I don't think it was the worst either. And the same goes for the finale, which I'll defend momentarily. Um, then I'm going to skip some of this and I, I can put the whole thing up on the on the blog when I post the, uh, um, the, the notes for the, for the episode. Cause it is, he, he talks about some of the, uh, prior seasons, some of the series background, the nature of vampires, the nature of humans. And it's, 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 it's very interesting. Yeah, that's um, great. And actually it, it brought up a question for, uh, for Kelly. Some of our listeners know Kelly that you're a vegan. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, okay, what about vampires? So if you were to become a vampire, 
what would you do, especially with the um, the Hep V yeah. uh, problem? Well, I I mean, of course, there is a way that you can feed from animals and people without killing them. Mm-hmm. And if they are willing and they really are, like, running around happy and free, and like, hey, can I feed from you for a few minutes? And, <laughs> and they consent and then go about their merry way, and then you even give them a sip of your blood so they're kind of better off than they were before, then that's pretty cool. That, that would be great. But if you really wanted to avoid that and truly be vegan, I mean, you couldn't have been until True Blood and, and the books, you know, all the synthetic bloods were right. made. I think you would just, and you wouldn't even die, probably. You would just, like, go crazy and start to wither away, you know? But I don't know that starving yourself as a vampire would lead to the true death. Have we heard that? I think you'd just get really weak. You would get really weak, because I think there was somebody in one of the earlier seasons, Hmm? and that was one of their their punishments or something. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. And then I... (laughs) With that question, I think about Interview with a Vampire. And, um, of course, the movie, I read the books before I saw the movie. So Brad Pitt is what is coming to mind. Wasn't he just eating rats for the longest time because he didn't want to feed from humans? Hmm. I don't think it was his character. I think it was... um and maybe Tom Cruise's. When oh he yeah, was no, well, uh, no, you're right. It was Brad Pitt's character. That's right. Okay. Yeah, because okay. he didn't want to be. And then let's, yeah, yeah. yeah now he was, he was killing yeah. all of those rats. Yeah, well, <laughs> rat murderer. Rat. Rat. <laughs> <laughs> just rats. I mean, he was. Yes, he was. That was a form of pest control. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you could use him down here on the farm. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so. Yeah. The cat does a good job, but you know, yeah, yeah. hot Not vampire, right? <laughs> um, and then back to to Pat's email when he gets back to the uh, season six here. He said, "I was a bit upset with Bill Compton turning into a religious fanatic. Mm. It wasn't originally clear if he was just hallucinating from drinking what we assume was Lilith's blood, but certainly something happened when he melted and reformed." What was Bill doing before True, True Blood was invented? Do y'all remember? Well, I know for a while he was with, uh, I, I forget her name, his Lorena? maker. Yeah. And yeah, they but were... when she was gone. And like when he was living alone on his plantation. Oh, okay. Because he was morally against feeding off of humans. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what he was doing. I guess doing. he had to from time to time. Yeah. Unless he too Before was getting Before True Blood. Yeah. yeah. Could they drink what animal blood? blood? Yes. So I, th- I thought that they could. Yeah, maybe just, that's what he was living on. Yeah. In the in the books they can. Yeah. So. I think what he would probably did would be like, you know, pay for delivery of somebody that, like a escort for food. Oh, okay. You know. Yeah. So it's a business transaction. It's, you know. Uh, the, the season killed off Terry Belfleur. And although I love Terry and was sad to see him go, the previous season really made him into such a tortured individual 
that I felt his character needed some peace. Mm-hmm. I like Alcide, but just found any scene with more than one werewolf in it horrible. So getting Alcide out of pack duties was fine with me. It's a win for the season. <laughs> uh so how do I feel about the six-month jump in the timeline? I'm usually fine with those. Uh, Battlestar Galactica did it well, as did Lost and the Dharma Initiative. Uh, so I don't think it's a disaster. And it covers Emma's age difference if she returns. Hope she doesn't. But it also gives a chance for backfilling details, which could be interesting. Mm-hmm. So. That whole storyline I thought was annoying, too what to do with Emma. I mean, I know it was Luna's wishes for Emma not to go to the pack, but she did sort of belong to the pack. And, and I agreed with, you know, giving her back to the grandmother because that's her only family. Mm-hmm. So I just felt like that was, again, another writing conceit, you know, coming up with this story just for the sake of having a story. Yeah. So, so depending on what they do next season, I'm okay with the season finale. So we we won't really find out the the conclusion whether whether Pat really liked this season until next year. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> uh, yeah. What a tease. I know. Gosh, that's funny. All right, and that's all of our uh, feedback for for the uh, True Blood season six. Mm-hmm. So it's been fun. So, what is uh, Geek Girl Soup doing next? Well, uh, we, we also have uh, some more Breaking Bad to do. Breaking After, Geek? Yes, Breaking Geek. <laughs> we are Breaking Geek. <laughs> and when we're done with that, uh, I'm not sure what we're doing. <laughs> well, some of y'all, y'all meaning just because I don't watch Sons of Anarchy, but are we meaning y'all? <laughs> Gonna- <laughs> podcast about that no. i am with nattercast yeah mm-hmm. all right so everyone yeah. who watches tune into nattercast yep. mm-hmm. we did and not do homeland last year no just do a regular fall did. movies yeah we did yeah we did that and uh so we'll, we'll well, talk we did our preview so the preview we'll, so we'll talk about what we've seen along the way uh, something i have to work on <laughs> Is what we're doing this fall. What we're doing after Breaking Bad. <laughs> so, Michaela, what's happening with the Chatterbox? Um, well, we put out a, an episode every two weeks, and generally, and it's uh, me and a couple of my boys. <laughs> and we usually like um, Michael or Ren Mike on uh, is on, and uh, Rob Venger, who used to be on the Media Junkyard. And uh, we just hang out and we generally talk about movies and TV and all the regular good stuff and what's happening. Um, our tagline is, it's a podcast about whatever uh, tickles your fancy. Mm-hmm. Our fancy, actually. Not yours, it's ours. We tickle our own <laughs> fancy. Sorry, we just don't randomly tickle people's fancies unless you ask us. And maybe pay us a little bit of money. So you um, don't take requests. Well, yeah, we, you know, sometimes. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah, we're open to all sorts of stuff. So we just talk about, you know, whatever random things we find on the internet and stuff. We have a good time just hanging out. So yeah. that's what we do over there. Cool. We don't really have large plans for anything in the future. Cool. <laughs> that would take fun. organization on our part. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> and Sue was recently on our show, and we had a great time. I was. It was number 26. <laughs> That's right. 
your number. Yes. (laughs) So, uh, everybody, thanks for listening to our season six review of True Blood. Uh, Give us a five star rating and a review on iTunes. Send your questions and comments on email geekgirlsoup at gmail.com. Voicemails 503 447 6871. Or come join us for some fun on Facebook. <laughs>